Hey, Jesus Time family, welcome back to Jesus Time, where we talk about everything that Jesus tells us in our times with him. And today, I have a very special guest. You guys, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm smiling. (laughs) It is my son, Josiah. Hello. (laughs) And Josiah had been with us probably a year or two ago. He did a podcast uh, called Disciples, or, or just called Depression. And what it looked like for someone who followed Jesus faithfully to struggle with depression. He was honest and courageous. And and I thought it, it would be fun, which is why he's here, for a follow-up. Uh, not only to see the progress that God has made in his life, but my son is also dating <laughs> a wonderful, wow. wonderful young woman who our whole family loves. And... Um, I just thought it would be helpful and interesting and insightful to talk through what it looked like to be dating as a, as a believer, as someone who loves Jesus while struggling with depression and all that that entails. So Josiah, (laughs) um, first of all, tell us a little bit about how long you've been dating and, uh, yeah, you can, uh, share how much you have enjoyed or, what, what has it been like? Because this is your first dating relationship as well. Yeah. So go ahead and start there. Yeah. Okay. So um, I started dating her uh, in the beginning of this year, actually, which is 2023. Mm-hmm. We officially started dating around like January 8th. Um, I asked her out at um, a little Faith Walkers conference that we did. And I super smoothly, without any stuttering at all, <laughs> And then, you know, she took some time and stuff to, to think and pray about it, as she should. And we've started dating since then. And so, mm. in case nobody's caught my sarcasm and mom's, like, cackling laughter, it took me 45 seconds to even say any <laughs> words. It was incredible. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> Way to be courageous. <laughs> and stick with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's a whole other story, but I won't go there just yet unless you want me to. But um, So, we've been dating for, like, what's today? October 7th? Almost... February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Almost eight months now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. Which is like five years in Christian dating. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. Yeah. And uh, we've also been doing long distance. And so it feels um, at the same time, not very long because Mm -hmm. the first three months that we were dating was completely long distance and separate because Mm -hmm. we'd go back you know, um, and so uh, we would just like have like FaceTime dates and movie dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, the first time we actually saw each other in person was um, April. Mm-hmm. So that's like, yeah, three, three four months in mm-hmm. the relationship and stuff. But it's been really, really great. It's been a first for both of us. Yeah. And like, you know, since I knew, since we, I was pretty good friends with her, but I wouldn't see her as often. It was a really good period of time mm-hmm. to like get to know her Mm -hmm. as like um a person apart from my feelings if that makes sense Mm. um and then uh even her her spiritual walk with god like the things that she loves struggles with um Mm. her um daily life i guess Mm -hmm. and like her family and all these other things and so um that was really really helpful and so uh in like that whole like kind of establishing period um and i know she, and i know she goes slowly with her feelings too i'm i'm very much a uh, <laughs> uh I'm, I'm a big feeler and she's a big thinker and doer mm. um, mostly a doer actually yeah. we both we both think a fair 
amount. But yeah, uh-huh. I am a feeler and she's a doer. Uh-huh. And sometimes that doesn't um, either allow me to do or her to think or her to feel. And mm. so we kind of hope, um, work at, work on and balance each other out in that. And so, Ooh. um, so how was, so how was like, you know, trying to like pace my feelings based off of where she was and, you know, what she was ready for and everything like that, which I think is wise. If you're a guy and you're listening to this, <laughs> pace, pace your standards and your, um, mm. pace yourself after what she's ready for and what she's comfortable Ooh. with. And that's how you, that's a way to practice leading and dying to self. Wow. So that's that was, a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's just what you do. Wow. <laughs> so. Okay. So talk to us about what that looks like in terms of you, cause you're, you said you're a feeler. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that means you came into this already with big feelings for her. Cause you, you liked her for several years. Yeah, that's true. I did. <laughs> so you came in with all that mm-hmm. and you sensed from her or she told you that she was a little bit, I don't know. Like, what did she communicate that let you know you had to adjust? And then how did you adjust to what she said? Yeah. So she didn't say anything like, I'm not feeling this just, like, she didn't say anything. Mm. Like, she, like, she was very much like, yeah, I want to do this. And right, I'm ready right. For it and all these things. Right. I think you can just kind of, like, you just kind of have to feel it out. Mm. And if you're really not sure, then ask, okay. I guess. And, like, if she's not, she doesn't give you a straight answer, don't be upset because p- people who know their feelings are few and far between, I think. Mm. Oh, okay. And so, um, I mean, like, um, I mean, one way we can we can we communicated well was mm. with, like, the, you know, boundaries and stuff like that. Okay. Where we, where we want to, like, draw healthy boundaries within the dating period. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, dating is not what dating is a uh, I heard it said once that dating is like marriage but without all the fun stuff <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of have to, so you kind of have to honor the you know that like you know you're not married oh you're just like uh, you know figuring this uh, whole thing out and so true. therefore you have to draw boundaries and so mm. that you don't overstep into something that is only reserved for marriage wow. right okay and so for some people the line is very very far away from the edge some mm. people it's a little closer so and some people it's a little too close but you know better to be farther so uh it was um i think dad told me or um mm-hmm. that it's wisdom to just like whoever has a higher standard just follow that mm. right so i was like okay so we just talked kind of talked about like you know since we saw would see each other in person and that day I was like so what so like what kind of boundaries you want to set it may be a little awkward but it turns out that we had kind of the same ideas pretty much yeah and so um, Great. And so, yeah, you know, we, uh, we just kind of followed that. And then, um, mm. like, like once you're dating, mm-hmm. you don't just, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, mm-hmm. but you don't stop trying once you start dating, if that makes sense. Ooh, you know, yes. Like, Tell me like, more. Uh, I mean, um, I don't know. There's this weird, and I'm only yeah, eight before. months into this, but like, I feel like there's this period where you like somebody and you, you know, you're flirty with them, which I was not because she had no idea. Good. And <laughs> <laughs> Way to be honoring. Yeah. Um, and then, mm-hmm. or then the beginning of a relationship where it's like all fun, fun and sun, it's, you know, sunshine. And, and it's new and, and it's new. exciting. It's, right. And that's fine. And yeah. Good and yeah. Run with it. But then, you know, it's, be, it's very easy to like, um, be selfless or patient or whatever, because mm. in the beginning and then later down the road, Maybe gets a, you get a little more impatient with certain things and such, but mm. I think being aware of that helps you to have like a consistency, if that makes sense. Okay. You know, um, to kind of like set this up as like a 
I'm doing this for you in the long term, I mm. guess, possibly. Even if it does not happen, I'm going to like, you know. Wow. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Yes. So you said uh, when you, you are in the dating relationship a little bit and you start growing impatient. Impatient with the pace and in wanting to get to a destination or impatient with new behaviors and attitudes that you didn't know before. Yeah. Kind of both. The way I was thinking of more so was um, with feelings, because going back to what I said about uh, like, you know, right. like, you know, um, I'm a big feeler and she's mm. a big doer. Um, I think a lot of people who are quote unquote exploding with feelings or whatever, or emotions or, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, or, or with passion or whatever you want to call it. Sure. I guess you can get impatient with somebody who does not seem to reciprocate that. Oh. And therefore you're like, I like, for example, like if she's not ready to say I love you, but you said you want to say it the first time she says, "Yeah, we can go on a date." Hold your horses, <laughs> you know. Like, like, um, because I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I also thought of it this way, and that I was I've been having like you know four years to like her for this long, yeah. and like she's only allowed herself to feel this for like the past few months at this point, a little yeah. bit first in, in dating or whatever, and so mm-hmm. I'm like okay. I've had time, so I'm just gonna give her time, and that's fine, you know. That's and great. so, and and again, um, <laughs> a few few friends of mine in my acapella group actually were like, "Yeah, <laughs> guys fall in love a lot faster than girls do." And I'm like, "Really?" really? And I'm like, "No, yeah, I see it like in empirical evidence of empirical. all my other friends, you know." Wow. But and so, so and so that means like guys just have to be more patient to wow. let you know. Um, I almost, almost want to say like convince that convince her that she sure. loves you, but like that's kind of a weird way to put no, it. No, but you're you're winning her. You're yes, like yes, in, yes, yeah, yeah. And and as you were talking, I thought about First Corinthians thirteen. Mm-hmm. The first thing that love is mm-hmm. is patient, mm-hmm. and you by being patient. Mm-hmm. And you, you said something earlier about hey, I'm doing this for you. I'm slowing my pace. I'm I'm restraining my big feelings. Yeah. Because I want you to feel safe right. and honored, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, and it sounds like you are you are leading by letting her take by letting her set the pace, and I think that's a really cool picture because that's what Christ does with us. Hmm. He doesn't okay. he doesn't push us. He he does pursue us intentionally, hmm. but then he is patient and he gives us what we need so that we can know him mm. so wow. i feel like that's what i'm i'm just seeing that and I wow thought, interesting yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so cool well how has <clears throat> how has your depression mm. uh factored into this so like how has it been uh either a struggle mm-hmm. or how has it been affected by mm-hmm. oof Okay, so first of all, as a caveat mm. to um, anyone, to those who struggle with depression and want a relationship, you have to be very careful to not subconsciously want the relationship to like either cure or even medicate the depression because sometimes like it's a possibility that either it will get worse or you will overwhelm your other half for, or the person you're dating with all of these things because wow. if you go into dating expecting them to be a solution for you mm. that's not going to work because they are also a like flesh and blood human being yeah. who has their own set of problems <clears throat> and like I was just talking to a buddy of mine back in back in Gainesville he's like yeah I just got out of a relationship and like she was just like 
either like really clingy or like or need or something like that. And he's and I'm like, oh yeah, like you know, like when somebody wants a relationship and feels like they want you to fix all of that, even mm. subconsciously, that just puts a lot on the person. It's like, yeah, it did. And I'm like, so that's the first caveat. Wow. Okay. That being said, um, it has helped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, great comment. Yeah, I, she happens to be very good at and willing to sit and listen to me. Mm. And, you know, I am very wordy. And so, um, you know, I, I speak in essay format. And so there's a lot of things on my mind and heart that I just mm-hmm. kind of put together yeah. as I'm talking. Um, and you're a verbal processor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. need that time to speak it all out. Yep. And so um, she's willing to do all that. Mm. And then, you know, I'm not going to hide the fact that I'm depressed, mostly because I've talked about it many times before. And right, I'm like, like com- in and I'm public settings. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like, whatever. But like, um, I think that's also just even aside from that, just a step like, hey, this is like, you know, a big part of what I've been struggling with and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of like, like, re- like being vulnerable to her, but also not like putting the pressure on her to fix it somehow, mm. but rather say, this is what I'm struggling with. Not what I'm dealing with, what I'm struggling mm. with. That struggling means that you're wrestling with it and you're actively like seeking like um, to be better, if that makes sense. Yes. To, uh, you know, whether, you know, therapy, medication, whatever the heck, or even just in your walk with God. Right. Like, hey, I'm wrestling with this, meaning I am putting the work into like, try to move past this, mm-hmm. but it's gonna take me some time and I may fail. And, like, if you're willing to do that with me, then that'd be great, right? And so I think um, that's a good mindset to have that when you're, like, yeah. s- like saying, hey, I struggle with this because she can't fix you. He can't fix you. Mm. God can fix you if you allow that, mm-hmm. right? And if you surrender some things. And, right. um, and it's actually sometimes God won't fix you because that's just something that sure. you have to wrestle with so that you can know him more intimately. Yes. And so there's that whole thing. But yeah. that aside... Um, it's been, um, so talking to her about it has been helpful and like, you know, um, and <laughs> poor girl is like, I'm like, I'm like, thanks for like listening. She's like, well, don't like anytime. I just feel like, I'm sorry that I can't say anything to help you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, you're like, like just her being there is enough yeah. for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so that's been sweet. Mm. Um, there was one period though, if you want yeah. to talk about like the detriments in the relationship okay. where like I was having a real bad go at it like yeah. sometime in the summer and like you know like I was I was I don't know I don't even remember why but I was like really like I was not doing super well yeah. like I was like exhausted like the whole day in like the depressive tiredness not like yeah. the regular one yeah and I was like I'm just gonna go to bed it was like 8 to 8 p.m mm. and she's like Josiah are you okay <laughs> and I'm like oh no <laughs> oh no and then it was like, oh, no, fine, whatever. So I think I worried her. And later she was like, I'm not going to lie. I think I was more scared than I let on and whatever. And I'm like, really? And, I was, and she was like, and she's like, yeah, like, I didn't know if like, you know, just thinking like, I didn't know how, if I was going to be able to like, you know, help or like what I'd be able to do. And just like, basically all, all I'm trying to say is like getting to that point, like definitely made her feel helpless. And that, like, she, especially the long distance thing, like there's yeah. feeling like there's nothing that you can do. That's scary. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying that um, I should have hid it from her or anything. I think because if you hide it now, it'll come out later somehow. Right, right. But I think that, but like, I think that um, that will be like, that will be a struggle, especially Mm. if you are not actively attempting to um, grow past 
submitting to depression, if that makes sense. And the reason why I phrase that mm -hmm. is because you may always have it, because yeah. that's kind of what it says, like I will sure. always struggle with this, but at a certain point you grow past like submitting to it and to the point where you can like yeah. um, deal with it healthily yeah. and uh, move about life normally. And yeah. so, um, wow. yeah, So because if you're not, like you're gonna subconsciously lean on your other person mm. and i and i definitely like you know like subconsciously lean on her a lot mm -hmm. but then i have to realize that you know i am not um you know i'm not what am i trying to say the center point of my affections mm -hmm. is not her it's christ mm. and honestly part of you know practicing leadership because you're not you're not leading her in dating yet right. you're not you haven't committed to that yet but part of a way to practice that is to be intentional about like you know making this relationship and putting christ in the center mm. which i've done a very not a great job at <laughs> she's actually done a very good job of that oh. like she would always you know like um like, I mean, we would take turns, like, asking what we read, read in the scriptures or whatever. Whenever we'd, like, yeah. go, go on dates or whatever, you know, she would, mm -hmm. like, you know, ask, like, how God's been, like, working in my life mm -hmm. and all, all these other things. And, like, yeah. you know, um, she she does a very good job because, you know, my heart can get away from me, obviously. Sure. And so she's very good about bringing it back to, like, ah, yeah, this is who it's at the center. And still forget and still struggle with that. But, um, you know. Wow. So I, that I, I'm listening to you and I'm so encouraged. It sounds like a repeated theme in your dating relationship is understanding that you take ownership over your mental health Yep. and that while she can be helpful by listening, mm -hmm. it is not on her to, to, to fix you or to, Never. to, to be your crutch. Mm -hmm. Jesus is your crutch. He is your help. You are the one owning that and taking the, taking your thoughts captive, taking your medication, doing a therapy, whatever it is that you know that you need to do. Yeah. Um, and I also love hearing that in your relationship. And I'm, I'm guessing this is one of the reasons you like her so much is she's so focused on Christ. <laughs> she can help. She can help reorient you. She's a huge anchor for me. Uh, in that yeah, regard. In wow. that regard. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Like she's like very, you know, we both have our struggle points. With sure. Like, you know, with, um, you know, we, by God's grace, balance each other out. We can, mm. um, you know, we, we, we <laughs> have done so inconsistently, but try to ask like, what are you thankful for today? Because, you know, Ooh. she can also get beat down by life, busyness, oh, sure, like sure. ecclesiastic existential dread. Like, you know, <laughs> is, li is life work and obligation the only things that are in life? Is this going to be the rest of my life? This right. sucks. Yeah. But, um, like, mm. but like, regardless, she's a, you know, I, I can get in my head and I'm off in space or whatever and sure. she can ground me. Um, oh, and, um. Yeah, that's that's my experience and thus far, yeah. and so I've very much appreciated that. And like at the end of like either some dates or even at the end of some talks where I've you know we've like shared like well, I was struggling a little bit doing some hard things. She's always the one to say, "Hey, let's pray about this." And I'm like, "That's a great idea." I don't know why I didn't think of that. Uh, she always does that. I'm like, "You're so good at that." Wow. Dude, I don't. I don't know why I just didn't don't think sure. about it. But anyway, she's she's incredible at that. And so, um, but yeah, like. Do not lean on her or him for fixing you because, mm. uh, one, that means that you're making them an idol. 
to, yeah. you are therefore, you're kind of like subconsciously turning away from God as, you know, mm-hmm. your soul, your soul worshiper, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, or, uh, uh, your soul uh, object of your worship, I should say. Got it. And so, um, I don't remember who, who said this, but, mm-hmm. um, somebody said like, you know, what is an idol? Mm-hmm. You go to it when you're hurting, you go to it when you're sad when you've had a bad day you go to when you're celebrating wow. right and so that can be you know anything from like you know video games you know um any any kind of you know sexual morality that people are struggling yeah. with or even a person right yes. and honest and the jerkiest part with dating and with a person is that you do go to them when you're hurting and mm. celebrating whatever because that's honestly a healthy way to like construct a relationship sure however if mm. that's the only uh way if they're the only person you're going to, mm-hmm. then that means that you are putting all of your hope in them to mm. somehow make you feel better. Got it. And when, underline when, they eventually hurt you or disappoint you sure. or are not able to fulfill you in the way that you hoped or, mm. or quote unquote need to, you will like fall into some real bad area territory. You'll get angry, resentful, yes. um, maybe passive aggressive. Wow. And so... That's what happens when you when you make a god out of a person that you love. Yeah. And so. Wow, that's so good. I I love what you shared about about how in in depression you can actively work towards getting out and trust God to fix you. Which I don't love that term, fix. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, heal, heal you, or. That's something that may never be healed because he wants you to struggle Mm -hmm. through that and in that so that you can grow in intimacy with him. Mm -hmm. So we just finished a a series a few weeks ago about the like kind of the dark night of the soul and how Mm -hmm. the night is normal Mm -hmm. and certain things can only grow in the dark. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like even even as you're explaining how to not make the person you're dating your idol. I'm hearing so much effort and care to make sure that at every turn you are turning to God. Hmm. And I and it seems like even from a couple of years ago when we talked mm-hmm. and where you are now, I I see <laughs> so much growth and the struggle is still there. Like you have those dark moments, mm-hmm. but you seem so much more firmly and deeply rooted in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's like those dark times makes those roots go deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about your personal growth and what I'm seeing now is confidence. Hmm. I don't know if you'd call it that. Whereas before that was very absent. Mm-hmm. How has growing deeper roots in Christ affected your confidence? your walk with God and your life? Mm. Well, um, maybe I'll go backwards because the way it affected my life, kind of what I mentioned earlier in the beginning, describing, you know, how I got, when I, how long I was dating her, um, Mm. part of how it's changed my life is, um, this again, past Faith Walkers conference. Mm. Um, I, um, I don't exactly remember what my mindset was. All I remember is like, all right, God, 
what do you want to teach me?、Mm. I want to learn and I want to grow. I do not want to stay the same. And、mm. um, uh, for multiple reasons, you know, over the past couple years,、um, there's been a lot of like, you know, I am like,、uh, I guess a, a lot of things in which I'm like, Spur me on to growth or something. I don't know. It's, I, I wish I could remember. Regardless, this, this particular point in time, I was like, all right, God, what do you want to teach me? And、uh, he was like,、um, uh, he mentioned three things. Yeah. But for the sake of time, I'll just mention this one thing, which was, you know, be a man of intention and、mm. not of passivity. Oh. Which passivity is a huge sin point of mine. And I think of a lot of men because kind of, you know,、um, Yeah, huge sin point of men.、Yeah. Uh, it's why, you know,、um, it's, why uh, it's how Eve was able to eat the fruit、mm. and Adam was in the garden with her,、okay. you know? So, you know, Eve may have eaten it, but Adam let her. So、yeah. keep that in mind, kids. So, <laughs> passivity. Got it. So I was like, okay, cool, intentional. And so I was kind of motivated to be like, all right, cool. I'm going to like,、um, you know, wake up like at 7 30 and like have a quiet time like at 8 in this coffee shop beforehand.、Mm. Um, and I even mentioned it. Like, I was, I was with、uh, her and a few other friends of mine who I don't get to see very often, and they're in my squad for a while.、Mm. Um, and I was like, hey, like, I'm, I'm going to be here if any of you want to join. You know, not going to lie, secretly hoping she would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>、right? um, oh. But I was like,、oh, but I was like, okay, how can I be intentional and not a man、mm. of passivity, right? A man of.、Um, You know, just kind of like shake myself off, like, you know,、wow. being whatever. And I was one of them. And as, it, as honestly the conference went on,、mm. you know, she did actually end up joining me for quiet time、hey. and such. <laughs> she, she said later that she started, like, she was like,、hmm, maybe I should like read the Bible like in a separate table first and then come to talk because I don't want to be distracted. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And so, <laughs> I, and so I was like, hmm. And I was like, man, I do, be, I do be liking her a little bit and a little bit a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so, Again, to make a long story short, I ended up talking to a buddy of mine, same、yeah. buddy in that group, for a while about it. You know, I, I was not prepared to be in, I was not expecting nor wanting or prepared to be in a relationship going into this conference.、Mm-hmm. Yet, I spent four hours talking to my buddy about like the possibility of it.、Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, he's basically therapizing me. He was like, <laughs> he was like all my fears and whatever,、mm-hmm. all these other things. Talked to mom and dad about it. They said, honestly, you. You're good. I don't see any red flags, yellow flags. And then dad like dropped, like, yeah, when you like ask her out, this fake walkers, go for it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you mean not like later? And he's like, yeah, like, what are you going to do? Wait a few months before to possibly see her again in the summer or something? And I'm like, wow, I guess not. <laughs> and so to make a long story short again, that was like, I was like, What is happening right now?、Mm. I didn't want this really. Granted, I'm meaning I didn't want this, meaning I didn't consciously, in my heart, of course, like、sure. I, everybody wants it, right? I was like, I r e l a t i o n s h i p would be nice or whatever. And I was thinking about it a lot more for some reason.、Mm. Like,、um, I was like, I wasn't prepared for this.、Mm. Um, and I didn't plan for this. I didn't want this going in. But, but like, all of, my, all of my friends, and, or my, well, all of my one guy、yeah. <laughs> I was talking to, right? Well, my, good, my good friend was like, Good. My mom and dad were like, I think you're good. And I'm like, So I'm just going to do this? Are you serious? And then the back of my head was like, Be a man of intention and not of passivity. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this counts, doesn't it? Yeah, this counts.、Wow. Yeah. And so, like, because I think honestly, I gained the confidence to ask because I, I knew that God was like building into me, like, you know,、wow. this, a character of intentionality. And so, because of that, I had the confidence to go ask. And so, that was that whole reason、um, letting God lead and kind of,、yes. you know, as 
uh, Talia would put it, pushing me down the stairs a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, so that's how he's confidently wow. um, positively impacted my own life. Yeah. And uh, honestly, from this, as just a quick aside, with, you know, not to put any pressure on her, but she has been instrumental in my walk with God mm. because, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm a more of a people person than I'd like to admit, I guess, mm. I guess but, like, um, she is like a huge motivating factor in my growth with Christ because wow. I'm like, it's like, I want to be like, maybe this is unhealthy, everything that she needs or wants or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, and so I'm like, and so you suddenly become super aware of all of your flaws and, and difficult and like things. I was always kind of aware because I have a really bad history of self-deprecation, but like that's been a, she has been a huge catalyst for my like refinement in my spiritual walk. Wow. Which has been crazy. Even just being there, much less, you know, just talking to yourself or whatever. So, wow. and then, uh, so yeah, God has definitely done like so much uh, within this relationship and even before leading up to that. Mm. Because the reason he said no before beforehand mm. years ago was because I simply was not ready. Yeah. And, you know, she probably wasn't ready either. She didn't like me that the back then yeah <laughs> like if i asked her then she'd been like no yeah <laughs> right and so um I, and so um like there and I, and I and i knew when he said no i was like okay yeah i got a bunch of stuff and you know wow. depression being the, the big one that was in my head and um um i think in struggling with depression and struggling to come out of or trying to struggle against it yeah has always been difficult because you know i just don't feel motivated because, you know, mm. it's like, ah, whatever. And then just even in a lot of areas, there's just like, mm-hmm. this year especially yeah. has been incredible, an incredibly refining year. Mm. It's been the busiest, like most like externally difficult like Ooh. year that I've, that I've had. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason for that is because like, I've been struggling the most, okay. um, meaning that I've been trying the most, I feel like, to, okay. pers- to pursue like, um, I don't know, pursue God, be intentional, be yes. fully present. I mean, also it's been like, you know, I've had like the hardest class that I've had in my major uh, to, you know, sure. few bachelor parties, few weddings, uh, you know, and my, um, acapella group and like the commitment with that being a treasurer, like 10, 10 hours a week of practice plus the other three classes right. that I was taking. And then, um, you know, ministry stuff and all that. And that's just one semester, right? Wow. It's been kind of like that for the past year. Mm. So, but I love what you said because you were trying harder the struggle was greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, and that is something that I think is so important to hear. Mm-hmm. Because if you if someone is struggling with depression, the temptation would be, I'm just exhausted. I'm going to give into it. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like. Whether mm-hmm. it means not getting out of bed or mm-hmm. going to something unhealthy. But you are saying, because you are trying, mm-hmm. you are intentional every day, being a man of intention, Seeking God, okay, God, where do I have to grow? This is my prayer. And God's like, okay, buddy, mm-hmm. we're going to go through it. Mm-hmm. And because you were trying, the struggle was greater. And I think that's so important because I think sometimes when I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really live for God or I'm going to try in these areas, we think it will be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think eventually that's true. Mm-hmm. But we can get discouraged in the growing pains of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that you persevered, mm-hmm. persevered. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the, the depression or whatever struggle you have, but the depression is not an excuse to surrender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a clear obstacle to keep 
pushing through. Yep. And I think that mind shift is something you've done really well with. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, that's because, tough. Yeah. Um, and I've not done so perfectly because... Yeah, you know, nobody's perfect. I mean, I just told you about one situation where I was having a real, real rough go about it. And again, like, I don't want to say that it was my fault for struggling with depression because mm. I feel like people will self-reflect and be like, oh, it's my fault that I'm sad all the time. It's like, well, I don't know your situation. Sometimes it is people's fault that they're sad all the time because they choose to not, you know, be thankful about certain things. But sometimes it's a clinical issue. So I don't want to put that label on right. anybody. Right, I just, you know, at the very least, encourage you to have your own um, self-awareness, mm. know, what you are, know what you're responsible for and take ownership of it. Yeah. Yet also know what you have it's out of your control and have grace for yourself over it. Grace. So so Thank huge balance area. I can't put a label on you. Sure. Don't put a label on yourself without doing the work to figure it out. Mm. With that being said, like, um, it took a lot to like, you know, bring my it's like to be brought to the point where I was like, okay, I want to really try to like get out of here mm. and not by my own strength, but by God's strength. Yet, how do you know which one you tend to use without trying first? You know, Ooh. because the way I used wait, say that again. <laughs> okay, how do you know mm-hmm. which one to use without trying first? Yeah, and that was the, my whole thing because I'm like a lazy perfectionist, which means that I want to do everything perfectly. But I'm but I'm convinced that I can't do it perfectly, so I don't even try. If that makes wow. sense. Wow. Yes. And I was like, well, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm going to like you know try to be I don't know get out of my depression by my own strength, I just want I don't want to try at all. But I'm like, well, how can you? How do you know? One, what you do and how you try without trying first. And two, how how to get out of that and like, you know, mm. allow God to do that. And so this wow. whole year has been like, honestly, I feel like maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think the first two, two thirds of the year has been like me trying. And this last third of the year is finally figuring out how to like, you know, let God be in that, if that makes Ooh, sense. But let God yes. work in that. Yeah. And so not only in d- depression, but in multiple aspects of my life. And so... And something that's a little uh, embarrassing to admit to my, you know, Christian uh, upbringing is I've never been so motivated because I'm now um, with a woman who I very much like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I, I love this girl. Yeah. Um, and like she, she has been a huge motivation for me to do that. And part of me is like, dang, God, like I couldn't do this when I was, it was just you and me. That's tough. And it's tough to, to like kind of self-reflect and be like, you know, I did not love God enough to change myself. But, you know, God is, but God knowing that has given me somebody to be able to like push me to that. And so like, it's almost kind of heartbreaking, but like, but like, you know, kind of what we were talking about earlier is God meets us where we're at. Yes. And so, and so I was like, oh man, like, I'm going to tear up just thinking about it. It's like, man, it's like, it's like a, it's like this tragic love story all the time with God because he's like, I know that you can't love me enough, at least right now, mm. to be able to overcome these things that you are clearly struggling with. So I'm mm. going to give you somebody so that you can, uh, so you can love them yes. and hopefully grow to love me as well. Yeah. Pursuing it. I'm like, oh, oh gosh, oh, my poor little sinful heart. <laughs> so, but, uh, but, um, but that's, but that's kind of why, right? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, mm. don't put the cart before the horse. Don't sure. say, okay, I'm struggling now, but when I get into a relationship, then I'll be able to do all of these things right. because that's stupid <laughs> and forgive my crass way of putting that. But mm. like, again, you're putting your hope into a person rather than, you know, the one who has given you a true hope. Yeah. That's foolishness and that's idolatry. Don't do that. That's how relationships wow. fail. That's how marriages fail. Yeah. And on and on and on. 
Mm, so it sounds like the way that God has helped you these past couple of years, specifically with your depression, because mm -hmm. it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, yeah. still there. But you have been intentional. You have taken ownership. You have done, not perfectly, but everything you know in renewing your mind and seeking mm -hmm. God and taking mm -hmm. your meds and mm -hmm. doing therapy whenever you you have the opportunity and then in that God has brought you help in terms of activating parts of you that were prior unactivated through this wonderful girl and I love how you have parsed out in your mind how to not see this relationship as an idol but receive it with gratitude because anything can be an idol or a blessing yeah i feel like anything could and if and oh. that that line just from hearing you talk it sounds like that line is being grateful to god mm -hmm. for his gift mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even yeah. yeah and and i even thinking in the future we don't know what the future holds and mm -hmm. i love that you're not <laughs> Thinking through, like, you know, like marriage or, you know, like obviously yeah. intentionally, mm -hmm. that's the idea. That's the idea. But the, uh, the actual goalpost is still to be determined between. Right. But we don't know that yet. Yeah. But so you're, you're doing knows. a really good job of keeping it within the boundaries. Mm -hmm. But even thinking through uh, potential future, the role of a, of a wife. Mm -hmm is to be an azer, which is the Hebrew word for helper, mm -hmm. which is more of a warrior come alongside in battle mm -hmm. helper, not hamburger helper. <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and even hearing how God has brought this woman and how she is helping you, mm -hmm. um, I, I can see God's design. And obviously you're not you're not at marriage and I yeah. love that you are keeping those boundary boundaries in your heart and in your mind mm -hmm. um, but it sounds like you have figured out in your mind and your heart how to be thankful and how to acknowledge that God is answering your prayers by bringing someone to help mm. in this way yeah wow and so I think that that has that's it sounds like your brain is in the right place hopefully <laughs> okay how do you keep it there? Like, because I, your joke earlier of eight months dating is like three years in <laughs> three Christian, years Christian dating. dating. Yeah. <laughs> how are you not, how do you keep yourself in your mind and your heart from being like, okay, that's it. I want to marry her. Let's go. You know, like, mm, yeah. how do you keep things in those boundary lines? Yeah. That's a really good question because sometimes, because it's very hard and sometimes I don't do that very well. <laughs> <laughs> But I think one thing that uh, um, my buddy Johnny said, you know, mm. wise beyond his years, growing a mustache now, it looks good on him. <laughs> um, he he, he uh, gave me some advice once. He said, you know, uh, he said, um, uh, careful, like when you're looking in the future, right? Careful, mm. like not to think of like, oh, I want to do this or go here because she does. But like, keep like where God wants you first. And if like, she's there, great. If she's there also, great. But if she's going somewhere wow. else, then you gotta like, put God first and whether that means talk about it and see if there's like, you know, 
if, she, if like it's for sure she wants to go over there and you stay here, mm. then so be it. But if not, then like you gotta let her go because God's first. And I'm like, dang, dang, Johnny. Wow. So, yeah. So that was so that was really helpful for me to kind of That's keep good. in line. Trouble is, we're both still kind of like, what does the future hold? I don't know. Right. <laughs> so that's been a little uh, difficult. Um, but I think ultimately, the in Christian dating, like I mean, like you know, I, <laughs> you know, I kind of I kind of make fun of people who like date for two months and then get married because I think it's funny. But if it is clear, then don't wait. You know. Mm, so um, yeah. because ultimately, like the dating dating in and of itself is like kind of a weird thing in like comparison in like the uh, biblical perspective yeah you just like get married yeah. right and so I'm like honestly like this is the way to get to know people and it's good dating's good mm. but like, we have to kind of figure out how to do it in a way that's God honoring yes. and honoring to her or him depending on who you are yeah and then um, mm. go from there. it sounds like your answers are always a reorienting your mind and your heart to God yeah that is at every turn and I, yeah. and there's no better answer. Yeah. I mean, so. he, he says, um, seek first his kingdom and everything mm. else will be added to you. And so try it. <laughs> try it. Right? And see, and see what gets added to you. Because if, if it's, right. a, if, if God says so, mm. God says so. Mm. If you, if it's you, good. if you doubt that he says so, and, or if you doubt that he will pull through on that, yeah. read your word, mm. find his promises, find out how he's fulfilled those promises within the scriptures. Good. Hold on to promises, especially the New Testament, which is specifically for believers. Mm. Hold on to those. Like, you know, my favorite one so far in this season with the boss strats is yeah. do not be anxious for anything, Ugh. but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, I underline that by the way. With, with thanksgiving, thanksgiving, yep. Make your request known to God mm. and the peace of God, which mm. surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mm. mind in Christ Jesus. If you struggle with anxiety, if you struggle with being anxious or whatever it is, whether it's the clinical or even just the life stuff, yeah. just like, you know, take a deep breath, say that scripture out loud and mm. see what happens. For mm. me, I breathe in, I say it out loud, and I instantly calm down. Wow. Straight up. That and Psalm 23. I've been like my yes. crutch first, crutch, uh, whatever passages. Yes. It doesn't. It doesn't work perfectly all the time. Because sure. we're human beings and all these other things. But like practice holding mm. on to God's promises and see what he does with those Love it. so that you can trust this particular thing that says seek first his kingdom mm. and everything else will be added to you. You believe it once you live it. And so Ooh, you believe it. it once you live it. Yeah. Wow. And that is you move forward in faith mm -hmm. and then you experience the fulfillment of the promises. Yeah. That is a that's great advice. Josiah, thank you so much. I am Yeah over the moon. I'm so encouraged. And you may have already answered it, but mm -hmm. I'll ask just in case, because mm -hmm. this is called Jesus time. Yeah. What is Jesus teaching you in your times with him? Oh, buddy. <laughs> 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 oh, so many things. I will try to keep this brief because I know you got to go soon. But mm -hmm. um, one big thing has been the weight of sin, I think. <sighs> Huge, right? I've been reading through Leviticus, and some of you are chuckling to yourselves or like going, ah, <laughs> oh, Leviticus, because it's Leviticus, and we all know that. Yeah. However, reading through Leviticus and through all the laws and through all the things that God tells them to avoid and all these things, it gets you a better picture of how God abhors sin yeah. and the consequences for sin. Like all of the, the sacrifices you have to do, there's a peace offering, there's a burnt offering, there's a sin offering, and there's offerings for like sins that you didn't even know you committed. And all of those require sacrifice, right? Wow. The peace offering is more of a worship thing and all these mm. things, but burnt offering, 
uh, burnt offering, sin offering, and all these things yeah. for those. Um, there in chapter 24 talks about if you obey me, O Israel, all of these blessings will happen and I will be with you and you know, you'll be a strong nation and I will dwell among you. <clears throat> if you disobey, all of these things will happen. And he, and he goes and he keeps going. He says, and if you still disobey, this will happen sevenfold, sevenfold, sevenfold. Mm. It gets to the point, and this will be hard to hear and hard to understand if you are not familiar with the Lord, but it says, eventually, if you, if you continue to disobey over and over and over again, you guys will reach a point to where you will be in chaos and, you know, fathers will be eating their children and mothers will be eating their daughters and like, you know, plagues will have will um spread out among you you'll be you'll be scattered across the, the area and those of you who are left will rot in the land of your enemies wow wow <laughs> and these are god's people wow okay and i'll cut it off here but this is like the abhorrence of the god's abhorrence mm. to sin and then you're probably feeling terrible right now because you're like oh my gosh i'm sinful and to that i say good you're <laughs> feeling the weight of it don't stay there because I stayed there and that is a big source of my depression because if you stay there it becomes about you it's not we are abhorrently sinful yet Christ died for us Mm. knowing the weight of your sin if you do it in a healthy way Mm -hmm. um, kind of meditating on that does not like diminish God's love because you see how like much he punishes sin it actually elevates the love of God because you get to know specifically how much he like how much selflessness he had to die for that. Mm. To say, I know you're all that. <clears throat> you are covered in boils, rags, all these things. You spit on my hand, you kick mm. me in the shins, and yet you're homeless and like you're, you know, out on the streets with nowhere to go. But I will continue to put my hand on your my warm mm. hand on your cheek and say, You are mine. Ugh. And all you have to do is follow him. Yes. Right. So Ugh. that's been that's been my whole. Life I love me. it, and that's you're completing the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. Yeah, completing the gospel. Ugh. Thank you so much, Josiah. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you are seeking Jesus in your times with Him and reorienting yourselves at every turn to Him as well. I love you guys. God bless. <laughs>